0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell? August fifteenth. How are you feeling?
1: <laughs> Happy birthday! That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> somewhat of a local holiday, holiday at least around here. Had a like barbecue, calling, right? From a national to regional, <laughs> to to somewhat of a local. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat of a local holiday here at my office because it's my birthday. Yay!
1: But you're working today.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna give you tomorrow. And we're actually filming this podcast.
1: <laughs> and you're sick. Mm. You're getting. <laughs> You're getting
0: over i I'm not those. sick. I got well. Some kind of a sinus cold or something. It's going good. Got my magic water.
1: What's in your magic water?
0: Kroger, very dance uh, with fruit <laughs> punch.
1: Um, before
0: we get keeps to my s- throat nice and ready to talk. Yeah,
1: you gotta have that. If I
0: put some vodka in it or something, would be. <laughs> it is your birthday. It is my birthday. Highlight of ever- my birthday so far. My buddy Ben Pickle. Shout out Ben. Called me up and sang Happy Birthday to me this morning about what eight o'clock in his best Marilyn Monroe voice. Yeah. <laughs> <singing to them. laughs> that was hilarious. As soon as he started, he didn't say nothing. He, he did
1: <laughs> You said Happy hello. Birthday, birthday. It was creepy. It was all hilarious. He, went,
0: he did the whole thing. Didn't break stride. I'm dying because <laughs> I got it on my speakerphone on the computer. You know. Oh, it's hilarious, but. That's hey. So far, it's been a good birthday. Yeah, so far. What else we got planned? Um, is well, there lunch or cake or balloons or anything?
1: There is cake.
0: I'm expecting like a fun bounce house or something. But what
1: I have <laughs> bouncy is bouncy
0: house and in, in a petting zoo or something. I, don't I kept
1: know. asking, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do?" And I think that you just wanted to have no plans and no just plans. Kinda, I do. That's my favorite. Well, I have no absolutely no plans. I have a cake.
0: You know, when you get to be, I have a you present. Know, over forty. I'll say, yeah, forty four. <laughs> No. It just doesn't even really matter anymore. I couldn't remember if I was forty three or forty four. So I want a nice. I want to be meal. left alone. You know yeah, how the whole things nice where meal. you say you just want to be left alone. I know why because you really just want to be left alone. I want a nice six pack of beer,
1: a strong whiskey drink, steak, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and just I'm with you. chill.
0: Um, it's almost football season. Watch been watching Hard Knocks second second episode. Yeah. I'm not, man. I'm not sold. I know the Raiders are supposed to be. One of the best of all times. I ain't, I ain't buying. Gruden's fixing to turn the Raiders around. Is this his
1: first year? Second year. Second
0: year. Man, I, would, I don't want none of them.
1: I haven't on watched any of it. Team. Yeah. How many uh, episodes has it been? Two or two three. Normally, I watch it with I you.
0: I mean, you know, no offense, all you Raiders fans. I'm Vikings fans. I know we're, we you know parentally not a winner, but <laughs> in my book, we're winners.
1: What's it like to cheer for a team that wins all the time? I don't know. I, I don't do either. It. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm used to Old Miss getting beat and exactly. Vikings getting beat.
1: I'm a Mississippi State fan. Now, right.
0: you know I don't know what I'm, it's like.
1: It's kinda get boring, right? If you're like a Bama fan, eventually you just
0: Who cares? You know you got No. I don't know. I guess some There's people some, like when that. you
1: pull out oh, when you're out the over uh, the underdog and pull out a win in the bottom of the fourth quarter. There's nothing like that. Or if you make it to the the
0: NFC Championship and you know you're going to, you know, nothing like playing for the (laughs) NFC Championship. Yeah. Why
1: do you, does the Vikings always lose the NFC? Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: think we've ever, in my time, we hadn't, we hadn't won the NFC Championship. We've been a couple times. We weren't. This year we're going. We got a defense, we got a quarterback, got some wide receivers, running backs decent. It's it's looking good. Who's the quarterback? Purple's looking good this year. Who's the Uh, quarterback? Kirk Cousins.
1: Okay. Is this his second
0: year with them? First year? I don't know. Second? Yeah, yeah, second, third,
1: second, I
0: think. Um, they signed him to a big contract, and he'd come over from Washington.
1: Who? Where did uh, Odell Beckham go? To the Browns? He's playing. So yeah, Mayfield. He's playing in Mayfield. I want to see how they're going to do this That's year. That's going to be
0: interesting. Now, you know what? I will say I'm going to watch the Browns this yeah. year. I've got some interest in seeing them. You know, first time ever, I guess. Usually they just get a bunch of. Uh, Vikings players traded to him, play the <laughs> linebacker and stuff.
1: <laughs> well, so the plan was we had talked about uh, we were going to have some folks over Thursday afternoon to film the podcast and have a few drinks and just.
0: What happened to that? All that fell through? Nobody signed up. <laughs> nobody wanted to come over and be on
1: the podcast? <laughs> no, with us? we have football uh-huh. practice. <laughs> we can, yeah. can't have people over during the day when we can do it. And,
0: That's right. Michael has started Little League Football, yeah. nine to 10 year old Haifa. If you're in the Hernando area, it's uh Hernando Youth Football Association. Support those guys because they're doing good things for kids. Yeah. He's and he's playing it. for this is his first year to play in Hernando. They're playing full pad tackle football and they've been they've had two practices. They got one tonight, helmets and shorts, and then full pad Saturday. He don't know what he's in for. <laughs> so it'll be his first full pad practice yeah, ever. Ninety ever. degrees. Maybe it won't be that hot Saturday. Yeah.
1: To get be. him hydrated up. Yeah, it's not like they practice all day. And it's it's like an hour and a half. But the plan was to he do He got that. number
0: 99. He's excited about that. J.J. Watt's number.
1: He thinks he is J.J. <laughs> Watt. <laughs> <laughs> At least we'll be playing like
0: right guard or tackle or yeah. on the offense.
1: Um but anyway, so the, now, this week, we're just going to do Malcolm's Favorite Things.
0: Oh, really? That's a fun one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, football. We've already talked about that. I know. Before I we get wait. too deep, I want to say the app is not working for some people. Yes. We are on it. We know it's down. We have somebody working on it. It's a lot harder to get an app fixed than I ever thought. Yeah. Because we couldn't get in touch with the person that originally built it, and it's so it's having to be rebuilt, and we're working on it, but it's, it's going to be, be better. better.
0: It's going to be better and uh retooled and so it'll have an update we'll let everybody know when it releases i don't know if it's working on the android on the google marketplace or whatever i just know mine's not working on on my phone yeah so i don't have you heard him has anybody told you that's not working on android devices not working yeah let us know if you got it on the android but you can still
1: search for recipes on the website until we get it yes and youtube just about everything's
0: on youtube With recipes and everything, so. Um, Barbecue Central Show. Something you can't find, shoot us an email, and you'll figure out a way to get a link to somebody.
1: Yeah. Um, Barbecue Central Show every two, first Tuesday or second Tuesday? First Tuesday
0: of the month. I've been doing that, heck, since spring, and I, you know. since the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, and we had never talked about it on a podcast, but Greg, Greg Ripley has the Barbecue Central Show podcast. And it was probably the it's more f- of a very radio first. Show. It wasn't even a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's the very first uh, I mean, barbecue kind of talk show podcast radio show that I ever knew about. Yeah, and we went on it years ago when I first got into barbecue, and uh, I guess kind of lost touch with Greg a little bit. But we ended up before we started our podcast up, we went to the uh, the barbecue convention, and he was there, part of the ones giving a you know a little talk on podcasts and things like that. And that's. You know, we met some other guys that were doing it. And that's when we started up ours, and it was kind of because Greg had, you know, had had that one going for so long, and a couple other guys, and so it kind of led us to wanting to do one too. But I've been helping, you know, coming on his shows a regular guest once a month, first Tuesday,
1: first Tuesday for
0: uh, um, for a while. You can go but back and listen to his every, stuff.
1: Yeah, he does every Tuesday, right? He, every it's Tuesday, a show, he does every a lot, Tuesday. like a
0: three hour show. Yeah, he has he all has, kinds of people. Yeah, heck yeah, he did a special announcement. Last he has Steve week, on. I mean, they, he has, uh Dr. Barbecue's on yeah. there all the time. Meatheads on there. There's a bunch of you know. Yeah, he, he has. He has a lot of people come on his yeah. show. Greg's. He's got. Kind of, he's ends with a lot of people mm-hmm. in the in the barbecue world.
1: But so, I want to so let so everybody tune in know, and listen to that. You yeah. can go
0: back and listen to the ones I'm on, or listen to any of them. He puts them on YouTube and he streams it on his Facebook. You can find it. You can find he has the a Barbecue bunch of Central Show.
1: Yeah,
0: it's good stuff. Good information on his.
1: Um, I listen to it,
0: <laughs> it gives me, I mean you know It's hard to listen to a Straight three hours But you can go back And listen to bits and pieces
1: Segments yeah It
0: downloads to my phone Like I sign up Just like ours You can, um, If you go You know to Whatever kind of phone you have your, Wherever you listen to your podcast It'll download the episode for you And you can Pick up where you left off You don't have to sit there And listen to the whole thing I don't think I could do A three hour show yeah. <laughs> Could you Man that'd be hard
1: It depends on what it's about is it yeah. about Bigfoot? Gone <laughs> <laughs> <Dawn's> squatching. <laughs> um last weekend we cooked a SCA state contest we in did. Melbourne. That Arkansas. was a success.
0: Shane had forty eight teams show up over there.
1: That was huge.
0: Middle of nowhere, yeah. Arkansas. I mean it really is. You know? There's no
1: hotels.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's not I mean Melbourne's a small town. Yeah. Twelve hundred people or something like that on the population? I mean that's it's small. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, beautiful part of part of the Arkansas you know, it's kinda Foothillish, you know, you start getting into some hills and, the, and uh, rivers, just good fishing up through there. It's nice, a, a nice little town. Yeah. But had, we were on a golf course, beautiful golf course. Um, Michael come in 18th out of 48. So he did pretty good. And, uh, Tennessee Mojo, Jay and his family went with us and their daughter cooked too. And she came in 15. She beat Michael.
1: Yeah. It was the weekend for to let the kids cook.
0: It was. We had a good time. I come back with a little head cold. but
1: Um They uh, they uh put on a great contest. It did. They had a good One bite challenge yeah. and
0: steak. You know, we know why that contest worked so well. And I told Shane this. I said, man, you know, this was for the first time, you'd never know it, but it went so smooth. Is because they ran it like a steak contest used to be ran, where you just come in, you go set your stuff up where you want it, you go to the meet and get your steaks, you turn them in, there's no – you know, you let the cooks do what the cooks do. Yeah, he had so a couple that's of Porter why Johns there. Yeah, had, had everything you need. Yeah, and I like had the way they had it. Ash, a barrel for ash, yeah. you know, a barrel for grease if you needed it. It was all smooth. They even ran golf courts to run your turn-ins, yeah. and that all ran smooth. And
1: so then, then they had the uh, bar and restaurant at the golf yep. course. That was nice. And I had a little
0: band play if you stuck yeah. around later that night. It was fun times.
1: I like how they had it. They had kind of everyone around a square perimeter mm-hmm. and then put, like, the steak selection and everything right in the middle. Right. So everything was real convenient. Everybody was really close. So I
0: liked it. Yeah. I it was good. It was hot, but it was fun.
1: It wasn't as hot as it could have been. It was hot here. It's like, I mean, it, was, it was probably hotter back home. It was overcast most of the day. So that made yeah. it a little better.
0: Still, 95 is warm.
1: I said, as it could have been. Yeah, it could have been, <laughs> been five degrees hotter. I didn't say it was cool. So. I'm ready for some cool weather though.
0: We don't have any contests on the near horizon, do we?
1: Thank goodness no. <laughs> I'm ready for a break.
0: Yeah, me too. This weekend we're just going to go to the country and hide.
1: Um to so this week your recipe was chicken, grilled chicken pitas. Yes.
0: And this one was inspired by needing something quick and easy to cook on a hot day. Instead of having to fire up the stove, get your oven going, um, you can you can go outside, fire up the grill, doesn't take it long, have your chicken already marinated, vegetables already ready to go, you're in and out, you know, you're back in the house within twenty minutes, and you've got a really, really good dinner. Mm-hmm. That I mean it's a great way to get your vegetables in because those grilled vegetables are awesome. I took yes. zucchinis and squash and onion and sweet peppers, marinated them in the same marinade. To keep that marinade easy, I used. Um, it was called. I call it Speedy. I don't know how you pronounce it. I think that's what it is. But it's like. Um,
1: I remember my dad using. The what's marinade. the name? It's been what's, around what's forever. The, the
0: the guy's last name? Salamars, Original State Fair Speedy Sauce. And what it is, I looked it up. I had no idea. But when I was writing the writing all the description out today for the YouTube video, I was like, I'm gonna Google this. You know, see what comes up. Well, it turns out it's like. Um, an Italian style marinade, really. I called it Greek because it reminds me of a Mediterranean mar- yeah. uh, dressing or marinade. Well, I can like all was- vinegar, seasoning, same kind of geographical area, you know. <laughs> but they started making those sandwiches in New York. What kind of sandwiches? It's like they would use uh, pork, chicken, lamb, cubes of it all, marinated in the speedy sauce, and serve it on a roll. So it was like a sandwich. Well, I thought, you know. I just want I like I like I like pitas or flatbreads because when I think of Mediterranean fruit, I think of like gyros or something on a flatbread, something like that. And that's what I was going for. Use boneless, skinless chicken thighs, marinated in the speedy sauce. And I would, you
1: know, you could use use anything. I've
0: I've made you know marinades for lambs. I could have thrown a recipe up. I wanted something quick and easy. That was the whole point of this. It's something you can do at home, fast and easy. It tastes really good. And And so it did. It did. You know how I found it. We did, I don't know, it was a week or so before, had some friends over, and we were wanting to do some, I know you like lamb, so I was going to do some lamb and do some chicken and do some pork and some different marinades. So I went to Kroger, and I was like, man, I'm not making up three marinades. I'm just going to see what's on the shelf. So I found that Speedy marinade. I found some other, like, shawarma marinade. And I brought these home and just put some different ones on, you know, the the shawarma went on the lamb and the Speedy went on the chicken. And I said, man, this is great. I did it the same way. Gr- just got the PK hot, grilled everything, got it off, did the vegetables, got them off, and just served it kind of family style on a big platter. Yeah. And then you set up your toppings, your lettuce and tomatoes, whatever you want. If you want to put olives on it, if you want to put marinated artichokes, the sky's a limit on what you could put out there to put on it, but just lettuce, tomato, feta, and ziki sauce is what I like. And so it did kind of have that Euro esque kind of flavor, yes. I guess, with the lettuce, tomato, and ziki and all that. But the meat was the star of the show. It tasted charred. You could get the grill flavor. The chicken that was. Marinade. You get all those herbs and seasonings from that marinade. And I I hit it back with Greek seasoning as it was grilling. And that's, you know, if you think about going to a fair or somewhere like the, you know, somewhere where they're vending, um, you see those guys doing euros or stuff and they've got these flat tops or grills going. All these different meats on it. And they're always seasoning them, always putting the marinade on. And that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It, it smelled like the fair or something you would get a, a good Italian or Greek yeah. sandwich at. That's what it reminded me of. And it was quick. It was easy.
1: It was. And I love chicken like that. When you do chicken. See, I think if you'd have done a breast that way, it wouldn't have had the flavor oh and yeah. the moisture.
0: And, you know, that's why I did thighs. And I used to cook those boneless, skinless thighs in uh ancillary contest. All the time in barbecue, I would do marinating, tang dressing overnight, grill them the same way, dunk them in barbecue sauce, char them off like that, kind of char grilled, and then you know arrange them in a box with a sauce and turn them in. People go crazy over them because you're putting it up against chicken breast a lot of times. I don't care, the juiciest chicken breast you can cook is not going to stand up to those thighs quick cook like that. They can get stone cold and they're still tender and they're still juicy.
1: And they have flavor, and they got a lot more flavor. They do you know, they have you know, a lot, lot of people more trim, flavor.
0: You know, you see people they'll trim all that fat off, and man, I'm grilling all that. That stuff's melting down and giving it good flavor, and it chars up. Yeah, and that's where becomes, you, that's where you yeah. that's where you get the flavor because you cut it up. I cut it up into you know small pieces, and it all just mixes so good. I'm,
1: but you could take that chicken, the exact same thing, and make like you said a sandwich out of it. Oh yeah. Or oh no, what, tacos. You the know?
0: Ne- was it the next night or the night we had? I mean, I just did that. So we had leftovers. Yeah, we did. We did that one day and we had plenty of leftovers. It was just me and Michael. And we had, um, we had, I had bought some, uh, Nan bread too. And it's kind of a flat style bread. So you were like, let's make some pizzas out of it. And we kind of did the same thing. What, what did you do? Olive oil we, and seasoning? Um, we or? put the
1: Nan bread on like a cooling rack, pork and, rack. Yeah, yeah. And, um, put some olive oil on it and took the exact same Greek seasoning and seasoned, seasoned it on top bread. of the, olive oil, and then just went chicken, feta.
0: Mozzarella.
1: mozzarella. Yeah, yeah, I had some shredded mozzarella. Um, to- I yeah.
0: diced up the onions and peppers that were yeah. left. I didn't put in the squash and zucchini would have probably been good on it. I didn't yeah. put any. I've it squash was, on pizza. Yeah, it's been very yeah. good, yeah. But then that just went in the oven for. 12
1: minutes, maybe enough less. Enough to
0: get the, the bottom of the bread a little crunchy and melt the cheese over the top yeah. because everything's fully cooked. Yeah. And it was, I'll say this. Those little pizzas like that were about as good as the pita, weren't they? I mean, because yes. you, it was cheesy and it, I mean the chicken, you still got the same effect.
1: But the bread was real soft. See, sometimes you you weren't going to get it real crispy yeah. on the bottom. The bread was re- kind of more soft, and I, I like, like that. I yeah. like that
0: bread. I like that's kind of you know you would eat it with hummus, kind of tearing pieces. It
1: still tasted real fresh too because mm-hmm. we put tomatoes on it at the end, and and you know. It still had that freshness. Yeah. I
0: don't know. We didn't, I didn't put any of the tzatziki sauce. Mm-mm. I don't think that. I don't know if you'd have needed that. It was have been a little much. But yeah. This was pretty much like a Mediterranean chicken pizza. Yeah. That's what it was. It's
1: sauceless with olive oil instead of sauce.
0: And it didn't need a sauce. I didn't think.
1: I'd do that again. That recipe,
0: you know, was pretty healthy. I mean, the pitas, I'm sure you're picking up some carbs from them. But yeah. As far as the chicken and the... And the veg goes, man, that's, you know, you can't get any better than that.
1: And, you know, you can and, feed a lot of people with six boneless chicken, you know, six boneless skinless chicken thighs. Yeah. That could feed up six people, you know, and adults probably.
0: For the meat haters out there, you could have just made the, the pita with the vegetables and topped it the same way. Yeah. Because I know people ask, you know, you got any meat-hating recipes? <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it?
1: Vegetarian. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't, that is not my vocabulary. <laughs> um Meat haters.
1: How much was a pack of, a six pack of boneless skinless chicken
0: thighs? Man, five bucks. bucks. Yeah, you need about one two pounds. I mean, it makes a lot because you cut it up. It's not it's not like you're putting a whole yeah. chicken thigh on each each pita, you know, each wrap or whatever oh, you yeah. call it. It's only pieces of it, so it goes a lot further. Because it looked like oh man, you're only doing six little pieces of chicken thighs, but when you get them all cut up. And they're just putting, you know, three or four or five strips on each one goes a long way.
1: Especially when you have the vegetables oh, yeah. you're serving with it. So that's why I said <laughs> it's a great dinner option. Yeah, it's great. In fact, that's how we ended up kind of, you came up with the recipe, we were cooking dinner for somebody.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever, yeah, I guess I've done chicken pitas before, but i have never done in that speedy sauce. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times I'll just buy that Mediterranean marinade, like a, it's. I mean, it's a salad dressing, like like a Newman's or a Greek marinade or something. I was going like to ask that. you: Are
1: there any other options you can? There's use a lot from of them out there. Yeah,
0: the lemon and herb stuff would be good. Kroger, like our Kroger, just has a generic store brands, thirty minute marinades that are like Mediterranean or Greek style or something like that. That that will work just as good. Well, when you, you would do, do that you recipe, you just make your own little vinaigrette up and do it too.
1: When you um, used to do that recipe. You said you'd marinate the uh, boneless, skinless chicken thighs and grill them and sauce them and turn them in for an ancillary. You used to use a Zesty Italian That's dressing to use, marinate yeah. them in. Kroger
0: Brand Zesty Italian.
1: So anything like that could anything work. would work. And yeah. any Greek seasoning would work, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. I tell you, um, the Townsend's really, really good because it reminds me a lot of uh, Caveners yeah, Those two yeah. are both really great. Both
0: Arkansas-made. Yeah. You know, Cavenders Cavendish is headquartered in Arkansas.
1: I did, yeah. They told me that. <laughs> You said you were only a fan of grilled squash.
0: You know, my mom always made I fried you liked squash. My squash. Stewed squash. I thought you liked yeah, my that's squash. All right. I do, yeah, I'll tell you I do. <laughs> but i my mom always made fried that's squash and it ended fun. up being like they'd take squash, cut it up thin, flour it, and then they'd put it in a skillet and it'd be all piled up in there and they'd cook it to mushy, just, yeah. Yeah. And it'd be greasy and then had these big seeds in it. I was like, man, this ain't good. But when you put it on a grill and it still has texture, it has, you know, some bite to it. You, you taste the squash. I mean, it, it, I, I like it like it's that. It's It's really yeah. good.
1: You know, it was so hot that you can, like, the edges of the camera look a little steamy. It was just hot <laughs> outside when we were filming. We filmed that one
0: early in the morning. Like, we yeah, got up huh? Monday morning. Just because it was a damn heat wave going, which yeah. we got to get this done before ten a.m.
1: And we did. And we did. I think it was eleven. Um, it's I, quick cook. Yeah, it really is. I got a shot of you opening a bag of Royal Oak <laughs> the right way. The
0: right way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of hard to do. How do you do that? How do you open a bag of so, all that way?
0: I can't take credit for this. I'll have to give a shout out to the Beeve from Bonds Barbecue. <laughs> he did a little. I think. I think he did an Instagram video or one of his daughters. The Duchess, Barbecue Duchess put it on her Instagram, the beeve in opening the proper way to open a bag of charcoal. But if you look, and this works for any bag, feed bag, seed bag, <laughs> dog food bag, whatever. If it's, I mean, I guess it works for any one, yeah. but everyone I've messed with it has. They'll have stitching on them and they'll have a double stitch on one side and a single stitch on the other side. So the way you do it, you put your double stitch on your left side, single stitch on your right side. Going on, you know, if you're standing there looking at the mm-hmm. bag, double on the left, single on the right, and pull from the very front, on the right side, pull that thing, and perfect world, it's going to come off perfect every single time. That's yep. where you pull from. And no ripping and, it, and cutting. No ripping and cutting. It'll pull off, and you take the little thing off. top thing off, and it's gone. And that's how it's supposed to come off. That's on. how it's supposed to come off. <laughs> Royal Oat does it every time. <laughs> 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 every once in a while, you'll see it stitch funny. But... uh the beeve he said, <laughs> it was Brian Campbell, right? Yeah. <laughs> They've been calling The beeve, Mr. Brian Campbell from U-Bonds. But they, uh, he said he learned to do it in his little video from uh, messing with feed sacks and having to open so many of those growing up on a farm, I guess. He, they didn't always have a knife or something. Or yeah. Probably getting in trouble for doing it wrong. <laughs> Did your daddy make you do that? Did y'all have to feed oh, meal? Yeah. Did y'all have to open them the right way? Did you know how to do it? Um, how come more people don't know how to do that? It took me, I don't know. Forty years. I used to tell you you that, and
1: you didn't listen to me at all until Vee told you. I was like, "You gotta. I don't do it that way. You gotta get the right. You pull the right string, but once Mm. you, if you pull the right string, it just goes.
0: When you pull the wrong one, though,
1: it's (laughs) it messes it locks up the whole system. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Double on the left, single on the right. Pull from the front. That's
1: a good tip. It is a good tip. So. That was a good recipe. It was quick. It was easy dinner. You could even do a dinner party with that.
0: Yeah, you could. I mean, hey, I'd pair it with some pork, pair it with some lamb.
1: Yeah, how'd you do the lamb? You said because we started the first time we did it. You did the chicken and the lamb. I
0: bought a, a boneless lamb. Uh, it was called a boneless lamb shank, and it was a shoulder shank. I think Kroger. I think Kroger had listed as shank, boneless. And cut it up into strips and did the same kind of thing. Marinated it, but I didn't marinate it in speedy. I marinated it in a shawarma marinade. And then I just would take the those strips of lamb and lay on the grill and grill them hot and fast. And it didn't take, man, two minutes a side maybe. The lamb, I didn't like Because, you know, you want the lamb kind of
1: on the little homer, side. Yeah. side. So can you do that with pork?
0: Heck, yeah. Um I would. My favorite way to do it was with pork tenderloin, not pork loin. I guess you could do it with pork loin, but loin dries smaller, out. Right? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the true pork tenderloins, little small ones. They usually come in a two-pack. You know, you'd think it's one piece, but in the pack it's yeah. really two separate tenderloins. Take those and cut them into medallions and then marinate them and then grill them the same way. And then when you cut them, just slice them up thin the same way.
1: Yeah.
0: You can do it with anything like
1: that. That would make a lot of meat to do.
0: Steak, sirloin, or flat iron would be good. Doing it that way, you know, marinate it, season it up, any, any of that you could, you could make and put it on a pita. It's, I mean, like some Mediterranean taco. Yeah. You think if you could do it on a taco, you could do it in a, in, in a pita wrap or whatever, or you style.
1: it. <laughs> you're just changing flavors, huh? Yeah. That's
0: all you're changing. You're just changing flavors. You can make it whatever flavor you wanted, really. And you know what I want to do is take it and do it kind of shawarma style. Where you take like pieces of chicken and you marinate them and then you stack them up on like a spit
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you roll them and let how them would you cook do that at outside. home
1: without a shawarma cooker?
0: I've seen I've seen people do it to where you just like put a cut a pineapple, put a skewer through it, and you just stand it up on your grill and you just let it kind of cook. And I mean, the thing that works with a shawarma cooker is the heat whole, radiates around it and it cooks and it from the outside. Cutting and they're off. cutting it off. You're not really doing that. You're cooking it all the way done. Yeah. To me the I shawarma, mean, what
1: makes it you know, probably is doing the it on a rotisserie so it's always crusty edges.
0: You yeah, know. you wouldn't get that.
1: <clears throat> you
0: wouldn't get that at all. It would be more, you know, you gotta cook it all the way through. Yeah. Where I guess it would closer to the rod, it would be well, I, I, that's why I had never done it. Yeah. Because I hadn't figured that out. I mean, because if I want to do it, I want to be able to take it, slice some off, leave it sitting there cooking, yeah. make my sandwich or gyro or whatever it is I'm making. And then, as it cooks, let it do that. But um, That'd you know be how, cool you, know how you know how they. uh Now that I'm thinking about it, I bet you. I could, here's what I could do because this takes me back to those they had those uh Cajun hog cookers. Remember we went mm-hmm. to Kennett, Missouri one time, and those guys the had La the, or
1: whatever. No, no,
0: no, no. This was a guy. It was like not the Cajun microwave. That's different. But these were guys. <laughs> they had, what they had done? They put a hog on spit and stand it straight up. And they took pieces of sheet metal and made walls around him, oh, and then right. put the coals around that. And so it's throwing fire back at it, radiating off. Well, you need to do something like that. So what you can On do, scale, is, yeah, yeah, what you can do is take a Weber grill or another open grill, get you some kind of metal and build you some walls, and then figure out a way. You'd have to turn it. You'd have to. You'd have to turn it occasionally, but you could make it to where you could build your fire in there, and it would throw that heat around it and cook it. And it's possible. It like a vortex might be
1: at the bottom somehow. No, you don't
0: cook underneath it. The heat needs to come from around it on the outside.
1: So put the vortex as a void. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like
0: that. I don't even know. If you, you wouldn't even probably yeah. use a vortex in that. I'm just thinking
1: out loud. Yeah, I got to
0: work. Through that. Maybe somebody's got some ideas on that. Yeah, how can how you to do, do it yeah. at
1: uh-huh. on a grill and do it effectively so that it, you get the crispy edge? Yeah, so you, you want can constantly, just cut like it off. you get
0: it from a, a shop or something.
1: Yeah. That's more of a you're having people over and feeding them kind of dish mm-hmm. than it is a dinner. It needs to be a
0: heat source going vertical, not horizontal.
1: Yeah. You could do it on a rotisserie.
0: See, that's what I was thinking. You could do it on a rotisserie, but how are you going to slice it off? I mean, it's steady spinning, I don't know. I would have to try it and see. I guess you'd stop your rotisserie, turn the heat off, cut you some off, and then it'd yeah. probably get uneven. Why that works is because it's all vertical. It's usually just like a cone of meat. It is, yeah. And it's just slowly rotating, and the and heat's just in one slowly, spot. slowly...
1: They're just shaving it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You take a long knife and shave a little as it goes.
1: It's really good, though, it when is. you get it off
0: there. Like, yeah. I love it. I mean, that, that's my kind of... Yeah. I guess because you don't get them very often is why they're so good. And it just tastes like. so fresh and yeah.
1: grill and charcoal yeah. and and it's different. Like you said, we don't get it all. So... We're going to play. What's your favorite? Let's play. <laughs> um, and since, you know, this is all about. The answer is. Barbecue. <laughs> since our gonna, podcast Did you, did all you about guess barbecue what I'm going to say? And food. That's
0: what would have been even better. You guess what I'm going to I say. already. I,
1: okay. Some of them I kind of want to see what you would say. Would some say. of them I kind of already know. But it's mostly of- about um, food and Restaurants okay. and eating and stuff because, you know, our That's podcast is all about deliciousness. It is. So, what is your favorite home cooked meal? Mm. Dang. What do you think of a home cooking meal? Roast. Roast with pot vegetables roast.
0: Vegetables and, and all that good stuff that goes with it. That's my Sunday afternoon home cooked. I want some rice, a good roast to go over it. You know, and then the vegetables to go alongside it with the mushrooms and the whole nine
1: yards. Sometimes I throw string beans in there.
0: That is. Or it green doesn't green have anything to do with the grill. You can do it on grill. No, that's I've not made a pot roast on the grill before. But.
1: This is a necessarily. Grill. Hum- oh, this it doesn't, it doesn't have to be barbecue. Okay. Yes. Favorite fancy restaurant meal? Oh. If you go to a fancy restaurant, what's the meal you're going to be looking for?
0: It's probably going to be. I want like the seafood tower, <laughs> you know, raw fresh seafood. Yeah,
1: oysters, and-,
0: and then like a lobster bisque, and then a salad, and then, and this is with wine with every course too,
1: <laughs> and then
0: a steak. I'm not going to get picky on which kind of steak. Steak, maybe a side or two. I don't know. I'm not, you know, Brussels sprouts, mac, lobster mac and cheese. Let's just throw that out there. And then mushrooms, yeah, mushrooms on the side, asparagus, and then that spinach. Uh, well, a dessert, probably a cheesecake. So
1: well, that was a question. What was be? your favorite One, dessert? Two, three, four,
0: about a five, five or six courses six with wines to go with everything. Oh, That's my ideal. Lines. I've had that. I've had that plenty of times. It's my favorite.
1: <laughs> so, what's your favorite dessert? Mm, I
0: mean, it's tough. It depends on what day. I like. Yeah. I like a cheesecake. Cheesecake? Do you think chocolate usually? Uh, creme brulee, on those lines. I'm yep. not picky. <laughs>
1: you like chocolate cake no, too. You
0: no, know, my favorite is when when the, when you've got you know two or three people, or you know two cu- three couples eating six people. You order every dessert <laughs> and you put it out in the middle and everybody shares. Yeah. That's that's the
1: ultimate. <laughs> so you get to try a little bit of it. You get all. to try it
0: all. Yeah. Because I mean, by dessert, you are just you. Probably, you just want to taste a little bit anyway. You've got, yeah, you've, yeah, you've done. You've done ordered. A you're half drunk. Sazerac, and then you know <laughs> you're sitting there, just something to go with your digestive after you've done had your meal. Now this takes several hours because it's a this isn't like an in and out type deal. No. This is this is reservation at six thirty, and you're done at ten. <laughs> and you better have an Uber driver. The endless pour, Capital Grill. You know how you do that. Yeah. So are, they, are they doing that right now?
1: I think they are. It, it's getting That's close what to being I want over. I birthday.
0: I told you I wanted to go to eat some wings.
1: I know. I want to go to the
0: Endless Pour. Okay.
1: That Capital sounds great Grill. to me. Yeah. So the Endless Pour is, you pay it it's so exactly much, what I said. Well, you order it. Like 20-something bucks, 30 bucks, something That's like 30 that. 30 or 40
0: bucks a person.
1: Yeah. And it goes along with your meal, and they just... Give you endless pours. We take them. We we get our money's worth of too. Wine.
0: They, I mean, they pair wine with they every pair course. It with your they course. get you because you got to order different courses, yeah. I guess. but
1: You're doing that anyway. There
0: and Andrew Michaels in Memphis has a good one where they'll run the flights and then run the.
1: Andrew Michaels is stingy with their wine.
0: They didn't. Yeah, they weren't endless pours. They mm-hmm. were just pours. It was small Taste pours this, too. So. Like, cool. you Carson. Yeah. <laughs> wine drinkers here.
1: I left two. So I don't drink wine that for meal.
0: flavor. I drink it for <laughs> volume. <laughs> I'm a volume wine drinker. Don't matter if it comes out of the black box or whatever it's called.
1: Black box. Bottle box. Good. <laughs> I just what, want, what was your favorite meal growing up?
0: I don't know, man. My mom cooked so many good ones. I mean, and it, probably the reason why I like the pot roast is because of that—that that was when, that was your when she meal asked, growing up. My mom always asked us, you know what. I remember her asking, as you know, if I could make what she always wanted to be, if I could make something special for you, what would it be? Yeah. And I always told her mom was her roast. I don't know why. It was good. I mean, of course, I like barbecue and all that stuff, but she had have that all the time. To,
1: yeah, I was expecting you to say something like Sloppy Joe's. Spaghetti or, or French something? French fries or spaghetti. Yeah, no. You know, a kid meal. No, no. No, pot roast again. Pot roast,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, what's your favorite barbecue food to eat?
0: Man. Right now, it's probably Texas brisket. Or no,
1: the beef
0: ribs. (laughs) Beef ribs. Oh, so I want so I want slice of lean, slice of fatty beef rib, potato salad, A
1: couple sausages,
0: some slices of sausage. I don't need whole sausage. And then pickles and onions and jalapeno and white bread. I don't know why. It's just that's been my favorite here lately.
1: I think it's because. It's it's not of our region. Yeah, you know, we can't go get it. You know, and that's
0: what I'm making for fantasy football next week too. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do the beef ribs. I got I do have some in the freezer, but
1: I thought you were doing pork ribs and just doing yeah because ribs and whiskey. Yeah.
0: So I got to do our our, dra- our 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 league is ribs and whiskey. So we're gonna talk about that. Hopefully, I'm gonna have Justin come in for, and talk about the fantasy football next week. Have that you- is. Asked him, yeah, he said he would. Okay, good, good.
1: I'm
0: gonna, okay, I'm gonna see if he'll come in one day and, and we'll talk because our, our uh, draft is next week.
1: Justin's a good choice because he's
0: he knows a a barbecue. Too. Yeah, he's yeah. a
1: barbecue guy and a fantasy football fanatic.
0: I wish we could stream our draft live. <laughs> <laughs> it would be comical. <laughs>
1: um, um, what's your favorite drink?
0: Bourbon on the rocks. What brand? I'm not picky. No. If I had to pick one, hmm, every day, yeah, every day is Woodford. On occasion, I uh, like. I mean, not on occasion. I mean, I regularly like at Blanton's or Jefferson's Ocean. I've been drinking a lot of, not a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> Basil Hayden's, Good yeah, Weller's. I've got a bunch of you know, yeah. I'm a bourbon. Man. I love bourbon. Jack Four roses is a good day to day. Yeah. I love a jack and ginger. My day to day is either I'm either going Woodford a Bullet. And bullet, man, it's not expensive, but it's it's pretty damn good it bourbon. Is. Even it's the a, bullet rye is good.
1: It's not as good as Woodford, but it's it's good. It's good. I it's smooth. That,
0: yeah. On the rocks. If you have to, just a splash of water. That's it. I've gotten, I guess. Since I've been in my forties as well, I like to drink it now. Yeah, I used to mix it. You're a man of taste man and of elegance. Taste,
1: yeah.
0: I used to just shoot Jim Beam with a little Sprite. That was back in <laughs> back in the wild days, just straight. <laughs> yeah, then... a pint of ice cold Jim Beam, cold as you can get it. Twenty ounce Sprite. Just
1: that's a good night. That's a
0: great night, but you got to know your laments on that one. There's Why? limits and limits. You gotta know them. You can't buy the fifth, and you can't buy two pints. Or at least I couldn't. Yeah. Because if you get more than that, 375 mils. Because once you over get, the course of an evening, the switch is thrown. And once you get that in, you think
1: it's a good idea to keep going.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You gotta push back. You you can't switch. You can't. You know. Well, you probably switch to beer. And be yeah. Okay. You can have a few beers. But you can't switch it to nothing else. Don't start doing tequila with it. That's a whew, That's a nightmare. That's a whole different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pint night. Every once in a while, we started out when in college, we could do fifth night. The fifth night would get real crazy.
1: You would drink a fifth?
0: Yeah. Somebody would get stabbed. (laughs) I mean, it was just like, yeah, it'd be like, y'all would
1: share a fifth. No,
0: we'd get, well, it's me and me and Bob, me and cousin Bob, we had an apartment.
1: (laughs) Would you always finish it all off? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it wasn't hard to finish it. It was hard. It was, what was after.
1: Oh, man, I got
0: some stories on fifth, on fifth night.
1: Fifth night, <laughs> but then you switched to pint night. Then, I, yeah. As, as I got older, I was like,
0: well, you know, just pines pints enough.
1: <laughs> feel all right, you know,
0: over a few hours, and don't get sick off of it. And usually, you, you don't. go like going and to function. jail. And don't drive. Yeah. You know, I ain't driving on any of it, but still function. Yeah.
1: Get up the next day and be okay.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't do that because I mean I'm not talking about every day or nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. you're
1: talking about like a Saturday night. Yeah, 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 on a
0: Saturday or something.
1: Um, what is the your favorite barbecue restaurant you've ever eaten at?
0: Mm. that's tough. Best food or just overall atmosphere and everything? Well, you
1: can tell both.
0: I don't know. That's that's tough because, man, there's – the one that stands out to most is a takeout joint in West Tennessee, Jack's Creek. And that's what I always say, you know, when I think back and remember barbecue, as young as I can remember, it came from Jack's Creek. And there's nothing about – I mean, there's nothing that replaces the way those places smell. When I mean, I still, I still when I think about it, I can smell, you know, what it smells like to smell that hickory and that hog, and and remember, you know, eating that barbecue as a kid, that stands out a lot to me. It's probably when I say that's the best. That's what I mean. Was it the best, or is it still the best? Maybe not, because I mean, I know a lot of different barbecue. I cook a lot. Probably, I think I cook as good as barbecue as they had, but that stands in my mind as the best.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Coolest. I don't know. There's something to be said about what Shed's got going on down in yeah. Mississippi as far as the coolest to go to. Because they got, you know, something like that. That's hard to with. They have compete a cool atmosphere. With. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The kids can be fishing. Right. You can pull your RV up. And right. Stay all yeah. weekend. They got bangers. They have a big contest
0: we're going to go to in January, too. Yeah. I hope they're having it.
1: I hope so, too. We missed it last year. We were just too, tra- too tired of traveling. Um.
0: It was hunting season still.
1: Well, what's your favorite barbecue restaurant in Memphis?
0: Hmm. Probably probably go to Central more than I do any of them. Outside of Memphis, it would be <laughs> Melissa Pete's place, like yeah. Memphis Barbecue. But in Memphis, Central Barbecue. And you know what? I, I like the downtown one, but the original one on Central. I like going there. I'm with you. We used to go there for lunch all the time. We drive from out in you know East Memphis and come all the way down there just to go eat barbecue.
1: That one's always – the best to make. I like the barbecue
0: shop. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like the barbecue that.
1: shop. Um, I like uh, Germantown Commissary too. The ribs. I heard they're building
0: another one. They're like they're gonna oh, expand really? yeah.
1: What's your favorite thing to cook on the grill? Outside on the grill. Whole hog. Whole hog.
0: That's my absolute. F- it's the most fun. It takes the most commitment. Usually, several folks to do it with you. So it's, it's more of about, it's more of about the social experience of, of, of getting that hog. I mean, cause the work's on getting it ready. The work's in the prep of the hog. It'll take you, you know, an hour or so prepping that hog, getting it ready to go on the grill. And then it's just about hanging out and making sure it cooks right. So, and it's, it's always a lot of fun. Usually we're cooking other stuff while we're cooking hog. You know, it's a Friday, Saturday type deal. So the Friday night's always fun. And by, by the time the, time the hog's done, it's time to serve it. You're pretty spent, you know, and then you just want to get that part over with, and well, you then it's care time about to it. serve and eat. Yeah, and go home. yeah, <laughs> and, and then yeah, so that but that's my favorite part. That's my favorite, yeah. absolute favorite thing to do.
1: And usually the kids are out back running around playing. Yeah, and, you, know, you got a bunch of people around. Yeah, matter of fact, and
0: you know, you know, I don't get to do it very often. There's not a lot of people cooking a lot of whole hogs anymore, especially in our area. I mean, I guess you got the North Carolina guys like Sam Jones and. You know, some of those guys are still cooking whole hogs over there. That's what I want to do. After, would you give me his book for Father's Day? Yeah. You know, Michael gave it to me. And it's got, like, the diagram in it, how to build, and you know, how many exactly uh, blocks it takes to make that pit, or to, you know, how to. And so that's that's coming up. I've, been, I've only been a part of that a couple times in my life. We actually did a brick pit, but we were going to Arkansas last weekend. Jay wrote, Mojo, wrote with us. And he was talking about he used to, that's where he learned kind of to cook because he was from West Tennessee, and he remembers, you know, that's that's how they always did them. He's done it a lot. So I was like, man, Jay, we need to we need to get together because, you know, Mark's want to do one out of his house. So we'll build a pit, get everything, do the hog, and just do it old school style. Stay with it for 24 hours, flip it halfway, you know, just using salt on it, burning yes. good wood down, and maintaining an the temperature. Jay said it takes 24 hours the way they did it. The way the way that I was a part of doing it we did some crazy stuff We was like <laughs> stabbing the hog with a knife and putting garlic cloves all in it were doing. seasoning it with dells and all different kinds of you know stuff so whoever had a marinade you could bring it and put on the hog
1: had it, <laughs> it, it didn't
0: had matter if they all yeah, it went or not it just all went on the hog <laughs> or in the hog injected and then it took you know four guys to get the hog over to the brick pit and then it was just see who was sober enough to keep the fire going and they said take shifts but it ended up being parties all over this dude's property there'd be little breakout parties it was I never ate any of that it was like by that second day I was done and just I gotta go home who cares about the hog it might be burnt up they'd always ate it so I don't know if it was any good or not I wouldn't do it
1: I'll make the potato salad if y'all do the hog yeah I'd love to try that
0: you gotta have a good coleslaw Go cold the coles.
1: I'll make both yeah, we're gonna
0: do that. <laughs> we're gonna do that coming up. Maybe we, you know, we gotta, we gotta keeps, invite some folks.
1: Yeah, Mark keeps saying Halloween hog.
0: He wants to do it Halloween. Yeah, that's right it after. Be, that's maybe right after that up, I the I World know. Know. Foods. That'd be a good time. You know, and that's nobody wants to be outside cooking a hog right now. You're no. a fool if it's hundred degrees and you're out trying to prep a hog and then cook it and enjoy it outside. Man, no, you gotta wait. Not to much me, you got to, to yeah. me, it's fall or winter. It really is. It's not. It's not summertime barbecue, whole hog cooking. Well,
1: what's it's your miserable
0: fi- in the summertime to yeah. do it?
1: What's your favorite thing to cook in the kitchen?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do. Gumbo.
1: That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. Is that what you'd have guessed? Yeah. The gumbo, jambalaya, red beans, and rice, Cajun food. That's my favorite thing to cook inside.
1: Stuff that you make brews with that mm-hmm. you drink with, and you you have a couple beers with. Develop layers of flavor. You you spend all day cooking and watching football and stuff. You like doing that. Yeah, I didn't (laughs) put chili in there. I like doing chili. Yeah. I've got chili down. i got a good good recipe for chili. What's your favorite, speaking of which, what's your favorite dish that I make? Roast. You've already said roast. Yeah, but but
0: I'm going to throw chicken and dumplings. And I've yet to work that recipe. We need to work. We need to figure out how to. It's not really a grill recipe. It's not, it's not. something you can do on the grill.
1: Unless you grill the chicken.
0: Not your way. You could you could smoke the chicken and do smoked smoke chicken, chicken and dumplings. I just don't think it'd be man, that good. But man, it's a labor of love because you make the stock, and then you make the roux, and then you make the dumplings. I mean, it's it's a it's day, day process. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, that's one of my... I usually
1: was, do it once a year, I don't maybe know. twice a year. Yeah, I don't know which called. one's
0: better, roast or dumplings, but... You can throw a Sunday roast, though. Go to church, whatever. It's cooking all day. Oh, roast Come back home easy. and eat it. But chicken and dumplings, you're in the kitchen with it,
1: you know? The stock is the most important part. Then you got to get the stock right, reduce it, and then mm-hmm. add your cream and butter and layer those flavors. And
0: Anyway. And then make a good dumpling.
1: And then make the I good I remember the dumpling. first time
0: I ever had yours, you were so proud of those chicken and dumplings. You bragged about. I told you mm-hmm. you ain't going to beat my mama's chicken and dumplings. And then we go over to, I don't know where it was, somebody's house. You we were making them. And I guess your dumplings broke and it just like turned into porridge. I felt so bad. I was like, no, these are so good.
1: <laughs> they tasted <laughs> okay, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they just they turned into porridge. Pretty- <laughs> it, was but more then, it was more of a delicious You oatmeal. redeemed yourself.
0: That's the only time I think that's happened. And that was before you could cook. <laughs> you <laughs> I thought could you could cook.
1: cook. <laughs> I could cook. It wasn't great, but and I could now, cook.
0: How many years later? Sixteen? No,
1: twenty. Has it been twenty? It used to be. I would cook something for you, and you'd be like, mm. you know, mm, "It's okay." <laughs> been 20. And you'd say, oh, "It needs a years. little of this. It needs a that little was 16 of that." Sixteen years
0: ago, you might have been bad chicken and <laughs> I Still remember
1: it. <laughs> it? It used to burn me up so bad when you tell me like, "Oh, it's not that good." You know, I didn't realize you were wow. training me up. Yeah, I was
0: training you, of course. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm just trying to make you better at cook in person. It's life skills.
1: Uh, Now now I'm like, what's wrong with it? What does it need? Back in the day, I was like, don't you dare tell me anything's wrong with it.
0: (laughs) You know, I get that from my mom. She's like that. She's going to be blunt with you. Yeah. If it sucks, it sucks. If it needs improvement, there's there's room for improvement on everything. I don't hold it when somebody tells me. You know, some people get offended. Oh, you know, is this good or not, or do you don't you've like it? You've
1: I've Been offended before? You think I get offended when I you think it's have, when I
0: think it's perfect? That would be the only time that. when I think it's perfect. But I, but if I know, and if I'm seriously asking somebody, you know, what's wrong? I want to know because I want to yeah, make it
1: better. Yeah.
0: Name um, one time I got offended.
1: There's been a time you've got offended or once or twice when I said.
0: <laughs> eh. Oh, was it ribs at a contest or something or something? It, like probably. That? Yeah, it was probably contest. What do you know about contests?
1: In a gumbo one time, you got your little Phelan's heart. Oh, uh, well. I was like, this just ain't that good.
0: <laughs> was it bad gumbo? It just wasn't that great. Is that when I gave it to Ben Piggle and it turned into the <laughs> people's best gumbo they've ever ate?
1: I don't know them people. I don't know what gumbo they've had. <laughs> it went- they might have had
0: gumbo to can. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my best gumbo. Yeah. I agree. I knew that going in. Chicken got too stringy. But it was one of them. I know exactly what you're talking about. Chicken got too stringy. The flavor was good. Chicken got too stringy.
1: You put the chicken in two, same. Yep. Yeah. I've yep. done that in chicken and dumplings before. Mm-hmm. But I will say, my cooking is um, miles better than it was when I first met you. I'll give you that.
0: I hold, I hold you to a high standard.
1: <laughs> you do. <laughs> you're so hard to please. Uh. So, um, what's your favorite grill you've ever cooked on?
0: Yeah. Backwoods party,
1: really? Because it was your first back,
0: back. the first one we ever bought. Really bought that was a competition grill, and we drugged that grill, that smoker, all over the country. (laughs) Well, the South.
1: No, you took it to Virginia.
0: Well, it's still the South. Yeah, all over the South. Back of the truck, loaded in and out. Last time I saw it, well, you know, Danny Montgomery ended up with it. And I think Jay got the doors off of it because we had it rebuilt. It looked like it had been struck by lightning. <laughs> it was all <laughs> blown apart, and everything had rusted on the inside. <laughs> we, we got every dollar. You come from uh, Bad Bob up in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Me and Wayland drove up there one, one day and bought it from him. How much like was it? Eight or nine hundred bucks back then. Was it East? No, brand right new. That's what, that's what they were. This was back in the day. And we won, I probably won, I don't know. I wouldn't say more money than I've ever won cooking barbecue with that, but a lot.
1: Yeah. Consider it. Yeah, because a Weber, Weber kettle
0: is probably what I want the most <laughs> with. That's. You seem to have a new favorite. off a of Weber kettle. Maybe I change that. I'm
1: going to change it to Weber kettle. <laughs> i got big checks with the Weber kettle. <laughs> you seem to have a new favorite grill every six months or so. Yeah, that's my. Do I really? Yeah. I go back to. What, I mean, what, what what else
0: have you heard me say that it, that was my favorite grill?
1: I mean, it's you usually just, a Weber
0: or that backwoods when it comes yeah. to my mind.
1: You just seem to gravitate towards one grill. Oh
0: well, I'll say a drum every now and then. Yeah. You know,
1: Jolene's not your new favorite.
0: No, she's just another. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: She's your side?
0: Yeah, it's a side piece. <laughs> ain't a favorite. She's a perennial number two side piece. <laughs> you if don't. you were a grill, you'd be a Weber Kettle. <laughs> or a party. I'm, you could be a party. i take either one of those. <laughs> I'm fine with those. that. As long as you ain't an offset sick burner. Huh? <laughs> no matter how good she looks and shines up, she'll never be number one. <laughs>
1: So, what's your favorite barbecue contest to go to and cook?
0: The Jack, because it's so much fun. It's such a good experience. Everybody's there. It's kind of special. I mean, it is special. Yeah. Just to get to go, I've been three times. And um,
1: there's a lot of people that never get to never go. get to go.
0: Yeah, I don't know. we've been lucky enough to win our way in three times.
1: It's invitation only. Only, or you win and seven. Contest yeah.
0: So it's you're really good. To get together with Jack, you're really
1: good. Yeah.
0: And um And
1: you've gotten lucky. <laughs> and
0: you got lucky too, yeah, you've for gotten- real. So that's my favorite. I've always had a good time. I probably had too good a time when I go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Um what's the your favorite trophy you've ever won?
0: A fiddle. Hanging up on the wall behind us. What's that one? Is that my hog? whole hog first place, Galax, Virginia?
1: Probably. I would throw
0: free. regular contest. I would throw Galax up there. It's so much fun. It's a long way for us to go, but it's a cool town, mm-hmm. and the vibe there is awesome. They give out awesome trophies. I've never got the banjo. That's what
1: Murfreesboro's. Murphy's
0: Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, man, yeah. yeah. That's a good one, and I got a red apple, but is it here at the office?
1: It's on your, on your desk. Oh, you look it? at it every yeah, day. Uh,
0: those those trophies are cool, too. <laughs> it's That's a toss-up. I'm going to take that back. It's between the fiddle and the glass-blown apples. Yeah. And both of those are about, you know, I love going to Murfreesboro, too.
1: But it wouldn't be the Royal or Memphis May. No. Those are more work.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're good. I mean, I've got a Memphis May trophy or two. or Got a bunch of in between 4th and 10th. You got one big, no, two big ones, right? Yeah. And, uh got some ribbons from the Royal. I never got the crown, but I might have Where crown. is that
1: Royal Ribbon? I don't know. Wayland's probably has it. Yeah. What's your favorite cookbook?
0: Oh, Adam Perry Lane.
1: What is it called? Serious Barbecue mm-hmm. or Serious Barbecue?
0: That's a good one. Other than that, man, that's tough. What else do I go to? You know that the one Paul Kirk did, where it's about sauces, yeah, seasonings, rub sauces That's and seasonings reference. or whatever. I go, I catch myself going to that and looking stuff up.
1: You also you know? like the um Toops guys. I did Toops, yeah, but yeah. it's like a non. It's non barbecue, yeah. I didn't say what barbecue oh, yeah. cookbook. Oh, it's my I favorite cookbook.
0: What... Then enjoy cooking. <laughs> All around, I mean, I think everybody should own that. Yeah, if you're into, if you like, if you plan to. You know, if you like cook, you enjoy cooking. That one's got you know, it's a quintessential cookbook. Wouldn't you say?
1: I what? never use that one as much. What do
0: you use, Paula Deen's? I like Everything. Paula Deen's, and I like
1: I have a collection of like um, community cookbooks. It's like the Stone spiral Zos, bound Zero. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: those have they're all southern. Those have the real recipes in them. I think.
0: Yeah. They just never turn out as good. Some of those,
1: yeah. You there's some weird recipes, you know, in chip those.
0: beef recipes, and all oh, that stuff. Chip and beef. Cream and mushroom soups, and
1: you had an idea the other day about making a chip beef dip.
0: Well, all you was really, really using
1: uh, roast beef, roast beef, yeah. yeah.
0: Making making your own chip beef on it,
1: yeah,
0: which would be good.
1: Heck yeah! I've
0: never seen might do that. Of you, uh huh. Cook it enough to where you you know it's. It's basically, dehy- basically jerk fine without jerking cure. And
1: what you do, just dice it?
0: Yeah, and mix it with cream cheese. Make a dip.
1: Heck yeah. Smoked
0: beef dip. We'll have to try that. Heck yeah. Give it a little horseradish flair, too, or, or mm-hmm. something.
1: Green onions, maybe. Mm-hmm. it be good. What's your favorite TV show? This is getting off cooking. I'm just throwing it out Right there.
0: now? Or all time? Eh,
1: just, you know, whatever. Right now,
0: it's Yellowstone. <laughs> I can't think of all. Oh, duh.
1: I put Meat Eater, too.
0: Meat Eater's pretty good. Justin anything Justin Wilson did back in the day when I was a kid. <laughs> love those, man. You know
1: what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. Oh, what about uh tell jokes. favorite TV show? I used to I remember watching every day Emerald. Remember when Emerald had his Bam. own show? And, he'd and have he had the, the audience yes. in there and he had people sitting up there. They don't make shows like that anymore. He, now it's all racing through a supermarket or some stupid trying to put some reality thing to it. Those yeah. those that, that was real stuff back then.
1: The pioneer woman is the only one I can think of that actually cooks, has a cooking show. Yeah, I guess Tricia.
0: There's some of them. You know, they come on. They don't come on prime. They don't put that prime time anymore. It's all used to. You knew Emerald was coming on like for an hour between six and seven or seven and eight, depending on when you lived. And they just had good stuff. Mario Batali had some. I loved
1: Mario show. Those were
0: good shows back in the day.
1: He would sit there and cook for like three people behind a bar. Yeah, yeah. Same, same,
0: same kind of deal. That's kind of like when I'm, I'm, you know, bring somebody on on some of the videos when I'm trying to, I I, I haven't figured out a way to do it exactly like they do. It's going to take a bigger crew than what we got, but I would love to do more shows like that, you know, to have somebody,
1: you know. Sharing their recipes Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Same kind of way, give give and take. Bobby Flay used to do a good one. He'd bring people up. He had like a little staged audience that he'd bring up. Oh, really? They'd help him cook Mm -hmm. the show. They sit around on these little foo-foo stools and stuff. And <laughs> I don't remember that. that one. Yeah.
1: I used to watch the old Iron Chef, like when they yeah. would subtitle it. It's pretty <laughs>
0: Goat. I used to watch that all the time, too. Yeah. You can tell I watch a lot of cooking shows.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite musician?
0: Band or <laughs> single? Whatever. Probably Waylon you know. Jennings. <laughs> That's what I would But I was going to say Allman Brothers, too. I like the band.
1: What's your favorite movie? I don't know. That's a hard one. You have
0: to give me genre. Yeah.
1: What's well, some that come to you? Comedy, your mind.
0: Smoking a Bandit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I pulled from the sheriff. Sheriff <laughs> <briefer day. laughs> That or Christmas Vacation? God, I love both those movies. Classics. There's probably more comedies. I watch probably more comedies than anything. You
1: like a good thriller. Yeah, I do. I do. There's
0: been some, yeah, like, man, all the Jason Bournes. Mm-hmm. Like Phil Robertson. That Jason Bourne's a bad dude. <laughs> you don't want to.
1: What's your favorite spot you've ever visited? In the world? Oh, yeah. These are all up to your personal interpretations. Hmm. I probably should have said that at the beginning instead of the probably end. Probably should have. <laughs>
0: Right now I'm going to New Orleans. It's a cool town, best yes. food. If you want to eat, go to New Orleans. If you want to do anything, go to New Orleans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've learned this time that we're not staying on Bourbon.
0: Yeah, it's not family friendly.
1: Yeah, I'm too you don't old go, go to New Orleans. Or- and I
0: learned one thing: don't go to don't go to New Orleans for a family outing. You could really just
1: not stay on Bourbon. Jackson yeah, Square.
0: That's not what it's about. Yeah. It's more, it should be an adult's only city. It really should. Just get all the kids out. And when you go there, it's.
1: There's plenty for kids today. We've done the aquarium, the insectarium.
0: Riverboat cruise. Yeah, we've done it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it.
1: (laughs) The rest of the time. I'm with you. Going to Orleans. I ain't
0: taking a kid to eat there. It's. Getting around with them. Especially, I mean,
1: we want to eat at restaurants that don't have chicken nuggets necessarily. Right, on the menu, right. Yeah, you know? yeah, So, But
0: still, New Orleans is up there. If I had to pick another one, since put me on an island anywhere in the Caribbean with some rum.
1: And some jerk pork.
0: Yep. Or jerk anything, chicken.
1: What's your favorite thing to do when you're not cooking?
0: Go to go to the Caribbean.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vacation in the Caribbean. That's, I mean, that's what we're going to end up doing. I haven't told you, I've kind of loosely told you my retirement plan. But we're going to open up shells by the sea. It's going to be just a little jerk shack with a bar, and I'm just going to sit at the end of it. It
1: may not be open.
0: It probably, yeah, it's probably going to be private only, pop up style. Or yeah, whatever.
1: whenever we decide yeah, to open it, we got jerk this day. We but decided to, going to open Kick back, on
0: those, I mean, that's all I want to do, man. You're going to see me come to the beach.
1: Well, that's all the questions I have. Well, that's fun. That was fun, Malcolm Day, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's on deck? We're spending the weekend in uh, home? Fantasy or?
0: football talk next week. Yeah. And I guess we'll talk barbecue. Justin was, he was an uh, early killer hog, so he, he can go back. He knows some stories, too. He probably knows too many stories. But we're going to have him come on, uh, hopefully next week, and we're going to probably be talking about all of everything I'm going to cook for the Fantasy. For the fantasy football. I'm doing, I'm planning on doing some Texas brisket, Texas style ribs. Pork ribs. Of course, some beef sausages. You're going to do a couple dips, like a hot dip, cold dip. And then a couple sides. Definitely Pickle a some potato vegetables. salad. A baked
1: potato salad. Pickle some
0: onions and jalapenos mm-hmm. and all that stuff to go with it. And that's, that's going to be a good fantasy drink. Yeah, I think so too. Serve that big bottle of Texas whiskey, TX whiskey. There you go. There you go. That's going to be the highlight. Um, and hopefully, I won't, you know, have a good draft. I need a manager. If anybody wants to be a football team manager, <laughs> I ain't got time for that.
1: You just want to watch the games and have a good cook time. And cook some food, yeah. yeah.
0: But um,
1: what's your recipe next week? You got some ideas?
0: Yeah, I got some ideas. I got some ideas. I want th- to play around with some uh, uh, Chinese pork chops. We'll see what I come up with.
1: Char si, yeah, maybe? yeah. We, is we, that how you say it? Char si, char yeah.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be something like I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna do some pork chops. I ain't done pork chops in a while. I got a bunch of good pork chop recipes. so The
1: idea of the that, that Chinese is
0: the Chinese style of char si style is all in marinade when I put them in to kind of get some flavor on them. But it's gonna be it'll be another quick one. It'll be like you need to marinate it ahead of time, and then when you get home, you could grill it up. Because yeah. this time of year. It's not about low and slow cooking or staying outside for hours. <laughs> it's about something you can get done and get back, you know, get back inside. So you don't have to really fight the grill or the heat.
1: Yeah. You're going out of town next week, too. You're flying. You got to and-
0: go to Atlanta to the Royal Oak. Um, they're having a conference, Royal Oak Charcoal.
1: Yeah. I think for. Is this a
0: quarterly deal or is
1: it? I think so. Yeah. I, this
0: is the first quarter I've been involved with them. Um, we, uh, so I'm glad to be working back with Royal Oak. It's been. You know, we've always burnt roll out charcoal. It's, I mean, that was what Chef's chefs' Delight was the first one I started running back when we first started comps. And that's you, what everybody You should get is. it for $5 or $4.75 a bag. That's what we'd pay. And it's like a restaurant quality charcoal. And then they come out with a Chef Select. And that's when I've really been want all the money. I've a <laughs> barbecue on Chef Select.
1: But you can't find that one as much in the um, stores.
0: But no, you used to get it at, um, What's a hardware store, do it best hardware stores. They can order it, but it's more of a premium charcoal, you're not just going to see it on the shelf. And it's a bigger briquette, and I love it. I love the the lump, I use the lump a lot too. But um, and you can
1: find that one, you can find it anywhere. anywhere.
0: Yeah, and they, you know, that real lump makes a regular briquette that's good too. Um, I don't ever buy it, red bag briquette. I always buy the chef's delight or select. The delight has more hickory and oak in it, so it gives you more smoke. The select is not as prominent. There's not pieces of that wood in it. And so it, so what we used to do is we start when we were smoking, we would start with the delight. The and then as we got over, we just needed BTUs, we'd switch to the select. And then you knew you weren't going to oversmoke anything that way.
1: I had no idea that was going on.
0: I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, now we just run straight select and add wood, different flavors of wood. But when I first learned to barbecue, that's how we were rolling.
1: Did y'all put chunks of wood on there too? Um, soaked it just- wood back then. <laughs> we didn't know any better.
0: We were soaking it down, trying to get it wet, so it really smoked like yeah. That. Was, this was old school, you know.
1: I do remember um, one of the first contests that was a big bucket full of wood. Yeah, with and water in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, have
0: it all mixed in there, soaking. that used to be the thing. Put wet wood on. We learned over the years that's not the best way to get the flavor out of it. Just just making it moist and putting impurities in there.
1: Well, that's, but that's it. About.
0: But yeah, so that's it. I'm proud to be working back with Rolope, though. Yeah, and going and I'll let I'll let everybody know what goes on there when all we talk about. Don't so don't you're know. flying out too? So Is this super secret, super secret conference, or am I supposed to? Can I disclose what we talk about? I don't know. I'm I don't find know. all these that's things a, out. <laughs> if I come back and I don't say nothing about it, y'all know they put the brakes on me. <laughs> I like, do not talk about it. And I was like, okay. First rule of Royal Oak. Yeah, first rule of Royal Oak Club. Do not talk about Royal Oak Club. <laughs> talk Oak Royal Club. Oak Club. Yeah, don't talk about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that from the gum record. I don't know what minute. it Sure, somebody will put the count up when I start talking about it.
1: I don't. But that's it, that. right? Yeah, that's it. Happy birthday.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Forty-four.
1: If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ. Right at how at. Wait, hold on. It's how to BBQ right at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd oh, like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram Twitter.
0: That's right. And we're working on the app. I want everybody to know We're getting it fixed. App's getting fixed. We don't know exactly when, but we'll let everybody know when the update's ready. We appreciate y'all and fire up those grills tonight and wish me a happy birthday at home. <laughs> we'll see y'all. Thanks for listening.